Hello, and welcome to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is your one-stop shop for all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Our goal is to help you make fitness and nutrition a part of your life, not your whole life. We discuss a variety of topics, including faith, self-awareness, sustainability and consistency, training programs, grocery store navigation, and how to enjoy your favorite foods without guilt or remorse. There is a lot of noise out there in the world of health and fitness, so we're here to provide real, reliable, and practical answers and recommendations that will keep you moving forward on your journey. My wife Ashley and I are your hosts, and please do not hesitate to reach out on social media to say hello, ask questions, or comment on this week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. Right, welcome back. This is episode 135, and today I'm taking you through the top seven most underrated exercises. Now, before we dive into the conversation, as always, we'll go through our weekly updates as far as our life is concerned, what's happening within our family. The crib and dresser are put together for the baby. I was dead fucking set on breaking the record in terms of what all the reviews said online about how long this crib would take to assemble, how long the dresser would take to assemble. So I literally made Ashley time me as I put together these two things. And I am happy to say that I demolished the time to beat from those reviews and put together the crib in like, I I think it was an hour and 15 minutes, put together the dresser somewhere around like an hour and a half. I was super stoked. You got to, you know, you got to be competitive in in everything, right? Uh, But really happy to have those together. And then also we just celebrated our one year wedding anniversary. So that's really exciting. Uh, We got each other some gifts. We tried to stay on the like traditional route, so to speak, where the first year is paper. You know, each year has a theme. Uh, So supposedly the first year is paper. So Ash got me a book of all photos from our wedding, our engagement, from just memories we've had throughout the last year, um, and put that together in a binded book. And it was really, really nice. I absolutely loved it. Uh, And there was some text written in there on each page as well. And then I got Ash a map in canvas. So it's not technically paper, but a canvas map. That's like a push pin map. So we can put a pin everywhere we've traveled together, uh, both in the past as well as moving forward. And then we also cut our cake, our wedding cake, uh, last Sunday. And the reason we, I'm saying we cut it is because at our wedding, we actually never even touched the cake. So we got into the reception. Everybody's having a great time. And at one point, the DJ came up to me and said, do you want to do the cake? And I basically said, fuck no, like we're all having a good time. And that was the end. They boxed it up, wrapped it up, and sealed it for us. And it's been in our freezer ever since. And so we cut the cake, smashed it in each other's face. We put that on Instagram. You might have seen it. And it was just an awesome, relaxing anniversary. We did nothing except take naps, hang out, watch movies. It's exactly what we needed after a lot of travel and a crazy weekend at the Kenny Chesney concert. Okay. Moving into ballistic performance, what's going on with the business So, and the brand. First off, we're relaunching the spring collection. So maybe we should should change it to the summer collection. But 
we are going to make sure that is restocked for you. So the Ballistic Basic T-shirt is now available. It's super soft, uh, really clean, slick-looking design. Uh, can be worn outside the gym, right? It's something that actually looks presentable. It's not some crazy graphic tee. So that is available to you. Uh, it comes in white with blue text on it. Uh, then the crop tank, uh, really high quality material, great cut and style. My wife absolutely loves it. She even ordered one a couple sizes big so she could wear it while she was pregnant. Uh, so really, really cool cut off tank or crop tank. And then a long sleeve t-shirt, which is unisex. It's got an athletic fit or cut to it. It's tri-blend material, so it is perfect for summer and fall mornings when you don't necessarily need a hoodie. So make sure you get on our store and check out that apparel. The link for the store will be in the show notes. And then lastly, as we've been pushing the last few weeks, just so you know, we are on a wait list for both our online one-on-one -on -one fitness and nutrition and our in-person personal training. So if you're local to the Dubois area, that's you, and you're interested in personal training, get your name on the wait list so you can have first dibs when spots become available. And if you are at any other location other than Dubois, you can still work with us one-on-one -on -one remotely on both your fitness and your nutrition so you can get your name on that wait list. And both of those links will be in the show notes as well as in our Instagram bio. All right, I think that wraps it up in terms of updates and information you need to know. Now let's get into the conversation. Now at the top of the episode, I'm just realizing this now. I said we were going to talk about the top seven most underrated exercises. Well, we're actually gonna go top 10. I forgot that I changed it to top 10. So disregard the seven, we are going with the top 10 most underrated exercises. Now these are based off of our knowledge and experience. And it's not an end-all, be-all type situation or list. If you ask 100 different trainers or coaches, you probably get 100 different answers here. So these are our top 10 most underrated exercises. Feel free to debate with us. Feel free to comment on here, to share, to get the conversation going. We are more than happy to continue this conversation in the comments on Instagram, through the DMs, via email, whatever you want to do. So let's start off. Number one, the most underrated exercise without question is walking. Research has clearly shown that this is the most beneficial mode of exercise to live a longer and healthier life. Why do you think so many people prioritize getting 10K plus steps per day? Why do you think that people in the blue zones, which if you don't know what blue zones are, these are zones of the longest lived cultures in the world. They are filled with centarians or people who are 100 plus years of age. It is because movement is a natural and essential component of their lives. They have to move in order to go about their daily lifestyle. It, and it's also because walking is the best exercise to maintain, if not improve, longevity and functionality. So that is why we're putting walking at number one. It is indisputable. The research has clearly shown that it is the best mode of exercise to live a longer and healthier life. That's it. Mic drop. Okay. Number two, sprinting. Now that might sound contradicting because we just said that walking was the most underrated and how can sprinting also be underrated? Well, it is because sprinting is a true expression of athleticism. It requires power, 
speed, coordination, balance. It's an all-out effort. You're going from stationary to accelerating as fast as possible and covering as much ground as possible in as short of time as possible. So it requires and places high demand on your muscular system and your nervous system. And it's not that common in training programs because it requires ample preparation and it's hard. People don't like to do hard shit, but the return on investment from sprinting is insane. So sprinting, even though it's the exact opposite of walking, is also highly underrated and needs to be more frequently incorporated into training programs. Number three, most underrated exercise, the sled push and sled drag. Now, according to Ben Patrick, who is with Knees Over Toes Guy, or I shouldn't say with, he is the Knees Over Toes Guy, this is one of the absolute best lower body exercises. It's highly versatile, right? If we can train for high power output, we can target strength, we can work on high intensity or anaerobic work with it, depending on the loads, the distances, the work-to-rest ratios, etc. Another huge benefit of sled pushes and drags is that it's only concentric work, meaning it's only shortening of the muscle, and that promotes a lot of circulation, and it also helps reduce the amount of soreness that you're going to experience from engaging in that activity because the majority of mechanical tension and strain occurs during the eccentric phase or the loading, the lengthening of the muscle. And when we're pushing a sled, we're not in, uh, we're not encountering, I can't speak, encountering any of that. So that's another huge benefit. Plus, it's easy on the knees, it's easy on the hips, the ankles, and it's easily modified. Right? We can decrease distance, decrease weight, and make any adjustments as needed to ensure that we can do it pain-free. Lastly, it allows a lot of volume to be accumulated across a single session, across a week, a month, a year of training. It's a way to easily get high-volume, high-repetition work in without beating the shit out of your body. So that's number three, the sled drag and push. Number four is the push-up. It's often overlooked, undertrained, and incorrectly scaled and modified. The push-up is essentially the squat of the upper body. So we place so much emphasis on the squat and hammering that technique and those mechanics. Yet, we often just disregard the push-up or very lazily or lackadaisically modify it to something that everyone can do but doesn't really make us any better. The push-up is the foundation of all pressing exercises. But we have countless men and women who cannot drop down and do 10 consecutive repetitions of the push-up. That is a problem. So, and the reason that that occurs is people progress or even bypass the push-up for more advanced exercises or more desirable exercises like the bench press. But the bench press isn't going to improve your quality of life. The bench press isn't going to translate to other movements in the same way that the push-up does. So we need to start incorporating more push-ups and it's going to drastically improve our functionality as well as our longevity in some cases. And the push-up is also unique in the fact that it can be used to train 
for both muscular endurance or muscular strength with different variations, right? We can do a weighted push-up. We can do a band-resistant push-up. We can do a deficit push-up. So it's not just limited to one particular component of fitness. We can train various components of fitness through the push-up. Now, number five is a complement to number four. The fifth most underrated exercise is the inverted row, or what you might call, if you come from the functional fitness space, a ring row. It's the same exact thing. It's just performed on the rings versus a bar you know, placed in a rack. But the inverted row, the reason that we're putting this at number five and not a pull-up is that the inverted row is more accessible than the pull-up, but it trains very similar muscle groups and it also still requires grip strength to perform, which grip strength is vital to longevity and functionality. It's something that deteriorates drastically as we age. The inverted row is also the gateway to the pull-up. It's sort of the prerequisite to getting yourself to be able to perform a true pull-up. Now, the inverted row is also awesome because it trains the exact opposite musculature of the push-up. So it's the perfect complement. Now, the, similar to the push-up, the ring row can also be modified to train for either muscular endurance, I said ring row, inverted row, muscular endurance, or muscular strength. If we're training for endurance, we can keep our feet on the floor, we can perform high repetition, high volume training cycles with it. If we're training for strength, we can do a supine inverted row, meaning our feet are elevated so the body's parallel to the floor. We can also do a weighted inverted row or a weighted supine inverted row. So there are a lot of different variations based on what we're trying to target. And another great thing about the inverted row is that it's simple, requires a minimal equipment, and it's extremely effective. That is exactly what we're looking for when it comes to fitness. Something that is practical, realistic, and effective. All right, moving on. Number six, the step up. So in my opinion, and Ash's opinion, our opinion, in general, unilateral work is undervalued in most fitness programs. And that being said, the step up is definitely overlooked and undervalued compared to movements like the lunge or the split squat or even Bulgarian split squats because everyone knows how much they hate those things, yet they're in every fitness program. The step up, its practical and functional applications cannot be overstated. Think about walking up hills, uh, hiking, climbing, taking the stairs, kneeling down to pick something up. In all of those situations, we are in a very similar mechanic or movement pattern uh, compared to the step up. Now, when we combine that mechanic or movement pattern and we add load via dumbbells or kettlebells in the suitcase suitcase position where they're down on the side, now we're even incorporating grip strength, which we talked about earlier and how important that is. So the step up is incredibly valuable and it also trains and develops not only strength and muscular endurance, but also stability, balance, coordination, accuracy, and even stamina for doing higher volume sets. So it is incredibly effective and incredibly versatile and something that we need to incorporate in our training. All right, number seven, the Nordic hamstring curls. Some people call these Russian leans. Um, some people just call them Nordics, whatever you call it. This has really been popularized in the last two years or so by Ben Patrick, who again is the knees over toes guy on Instagram. And he claims that this is the number one exercise to quote unquote bulletproof 
the hamstring, and the ligaments around the knee, and I don't think he's far off from on that claim. It is, let me say this, it may not be essential to perform Nordic hamstring curls, but they are incredibly effective. Now, here's the good news. They are incredibly challenging, but they are also easy to regress and progress in order to work your way toward that sort of gold standard true Nordic hamstring curl. So for example, if you're not able to do a Nordic hamstring curl as it's performed, then you can go with you can start as basic as the hamstring curl machine and develop some capacity there with knee flexion. Then you can move your way to eccentric Nordics where you're lowering yourself down slow and controlled. From there, you could even progress to bandic Nordics where you're going through the full range of motion, both eccentric and concentric, and using the band to help reduce some of your some of the load from your body. Then you could go to decreased range of motion where we can adjust position or even stack some uh, implements under the chest or where the chest would be so that as we lower down, we don't have to go all the way to the floor or to the, the platform wherever we're performing this before we pull ourselves back up. And then finally, over the course of what could be months or years, we can work our way to a true Nordic hamstring curl. So that's number seven. Now, number eight is what's called the ATG split squat or the knee over toe lunge. Now, ATG split squat, that name again comes from Ben Patrick and his program. However, you could call it a knee over toe lunge, but it is an exaggerated lunge position in which you are lowering yourself down all the way until knee is well beyond the toe. Hamstring is covering the front calf on the working leg and the back leg is in full extension, meaning your hip flexor is fully open, back knee is up off the ground, and then you're standing from that position. This movement places us in positions that we've been told we should avoid, but it also places the knee in end range, which are positions that we are designed to move in and out of. So it's somewhat contradictory, but our joints are meant to go to end range. So this is a movement that we implement in our programs and that we encourage everyone to utilize. And again, this comes with dozens of progressions and regressions to ensure that we can start in a position that's pain-free and work our way to full range of motion and full capacity. So with the ATG split squat, for example, we could start with elevating our lead leg and using a band for assistance. From there, we could work to just elevating the front leg with no band. Next, we could go to a band-assisted but full range of motion. Then maybe from there, we go to just a body weight ATG split squat. And then finally, we add load via dumbbells, barbell, etc. So there are ways, regardless of your current ability, to work your way through this movement and progress to the, the gold standard of the movement, we'll say. So that's number eight. The ninth most underrated exercise is the hollow hold or the hollow rock. We're just going to group those together here and somewhat cheat. The reason being, the primary role of your abs is stabilization, which means that isometric contractions are king. Isometric exercises are king when it comes to your abdominal muscles and your core. The hollow hold or rock recruits the entire abdominal region and places especially high demand on the lower abdominals and even somewhat on the hip flexors. That is immensely valuable and it is something that not many people train most folks when they're training core are doing a lot of flexion meaning they're doing things like crunches and bicycle kicks and 
you know, hanging knee raises and lots of other dynamic movements, which have their time and place. But in general, very few people are doing things like hollow holds and hollow rocks, L-sits, etc. So a great standard to pursue when it comes to the hollow hold or the hollow rock is going through and completing eight intervals of Tabata hollow holds or hollow rocks. Tabata meaning 20 seconds of work and 10 seconds of rest. If you can repeat 20 seconds of work and 10 seconds of rest of hollow rocks without breaking that cycle for eight total intervals or four minutes, you have developed great capacity in your lower abdominals, hip flexors, as well as your entire abdominal region. So that would be a fantastic milestone to hit. And it's a lot harder than it sounds. Now, the hollow rock is also great because it's easy to scale. We can start with a hollow hold or hollow rock in a tuck position. We can then go into a hollow hold or rock, excuse me, <clears throat> in which our arms are down to our side. We can even do a hollow hold or hollow rock with a single leg tuck, meaning one leg is tucked in or the hip and knee are flexed while the other is fully extended. Or we can just go with the classic hollow rock. So those are all your different variations. And we are here, closing this out. The 10th and final most underrated exercise is the single arm farmer carry. And this is why. It trains grip strength, it trains stabilization, and even somewhat anti-rotation. In my opinion, it is the number one exercise for your obliques. It's practical, it's functional, and it's incredibly effective. Think how often you are carrying something in which you are unilaterally loading the body, meaning you only carry it on one side, and you are walking. You do it every fucking day in some capacity, especially when you are going to the grocery store and carrying your groceries into the house, or you're carrying a can of gasoline, or, I mean, I don't know, a gallon of milk, or whatever it may be, a can of paint. You are constantly unilaterally loading the body and having to move objects that way. So that's why I think it is so valuable because it translates to a ton of aspects of life. So that is our list of the top 10 most underrated exercises. Recapping here, number one, walking. Two, sprinting. Three, sled drags and pushes. Four, the push-up. Five, inverted row. Six, step up. Seven, Nordic hamstring curls. Eight, the ATG split squat. Nine, hollow hold or rock. And 10, the single arm farmer carry. Again, if you hear that list and there is something that you want to debate or you want to have further insight on and further discuss, please send us a DM on Instagram or shoot us an email at dball at trainballistic.com or hello at trainballistic.com. We will get either one. And if you're hitting us up on Instagram and you don't know our handle, it is ballistic.performance. We are more than happy to dive into detail on everything we just discussed here, as well as introduce new movements. If you present something that we think, hell yeah, that's a valid argument. We'll come back on the podcast and talk about it. So as always, I want to thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget about all the things we discussed at the top of the episode, the apparel being restocked, the wait list for both online training as well as in-person personal training here. And if you're in the Dubois area, all of those links will be in the show notes. And lastly, if you enjoy what you hear on this channel, please head over to Apple, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That's how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. And we would really, really, really appreciate that support. 
We hope you have a fantastic week. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, Ash and I just want to take a moment to express our thanks and gratitude. We are so incredibly blessed to have your support and we could not continue to show up week in and week out if it were not for you. If you enjoy what you hear in this channel, please head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star rating, leave a review in there as well. That is how we reach more people and change more lives through the platform. Lastly, if you don't follow us across all of our other social media accounts, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Our handles are either ballistic.performance or ballistic performance across all of those platforms. Or you can check us out online at trainballistic.com. Again, we appreciate and love you so much, and we hope you have a fantastic week.